Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready? Let's jump in. In this episode, we'll dive in deeper to designing daily schedules, making sure to put those big rocks in first, come up with some questions to ask yourself when saying no or yes to events, and learn one way to make better frothed milk for your favorite hot drink. This is episode three. Here we go. So today I'm joined again by my friend, Christina. Hey, I'm a wife, a mom, and a nurse, and Hannah and I live in the same small town, and I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah, excited to have you. We are going to have a much-needed conversation today about really figuring out what events and commitments to say yes or no to. Such a hard thing to navigate sometimes. So before we dive in, real quick, what were some of your weekend highlights? Well, last week we were talking about our big rocks and our morning routine, and my goal was to go to bed earlier and to stay off social media in the morning. And I was moderately successful in going to bed earlier. And by that, I mean that I went to bed by 10, 30, 11 instead of midnight. And with the exception of the days that I worked, because I don't get home until 1, 1 1.30 on those days. Yeah, that's definitely, you can definitely. (laughs) That's not early. Yeah, exactly. That's an exception for sure. (laughs) I I did kind of fail on the social media area because I discovered Instagram over the weekend. I'm a little bit slow on social media adoption, but I I found Instagram. (laughs) That's okay. Um, But this past weekend, we went down to visit my in-laws, and they live in a ranch in the eastern part of the state. And time always seems different there. Not quite Hawaiian time, but it's ranch time. And it's full of hard work, but it's without the distractions of social media and all the commitments and the hubbubs of town. And some of my favorite moments there are spent watching the kids on the barn swing. They have this great big swing attached to a beam in their uh, horse barn. And the dust kind of filters the sunbeams that leak in between the cracks in the barn wall and the rope just creaks as it bears its little passengers and the laughter. It's just timeless. That stillness, when time stands still, that's such a good reminder to to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. That sounds beautiful. So there is so much to be said about designing schedules. And I intentionally say design because I feel like that word conveys the art and science of schedules, routines, and ordering our days. It's a design, a fine art that just takes practice. Sometimes a lot of practice. (laughs) Yeah. And tweaking, you know, yeah. And it's not ever necessarily perfect or finished, but it can be made better as we work on it. One of my favorite quotes about change is this. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing in the same way and expecting different results. Like, (laughs) oof, yikes. How many times do we do this with our daily routines? Like we think, oh, I know I'll get up super early and go for a run or whatever it is, but then we stay up too late and are so exhausted the next morning, it's Mm. virtually impossible to go do that. And we, you know, think that should have just happened somehow. We've sabotaged ourselves before you've even begun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, we hit snooze because we didn't make a change in our bedtime to allow for a more successful early morning start. And just an example I'm all too familiar with because that is a very real struggle, you know? So in designing our days, I thought it would be extra helpful to talk about how and when to say yes or no to various opportunities that come our way and can fill up our time so easily. So commitments kind of fall into different categories and we've come up with five. Mandatory commitments like work and school, doctor's appointments, dental, car maintenance, those things. Family commitments, birthday parties, holidays or reunions. Relational commitments, which would be coffee with a friend, calling a relative who lives far away. Extracurricular commitments would be sports, music, art, 
And then finally, community or civic commitments would be things like volunteering at the school, at library, at church. The key questions that we'd encourage you to ask yourself include, what is my motivation for doing this? Does this activity or commitment enrich our lives and encourage meaningful relationships? And lastly, how is our family doing right now? Like, will this put an unnecessary strain or stress or trouble on us? Or is the time and effort worth the result? So let's contrast healthy versus unhealthy motivation because that's just a really key thing here. Healthy motivation is maybe love. Like it will be great to see aunt so-and-so. Like when you know, you're like, oh, it's going to be so good to see that family member building those family and friendship bonds. Compassion could be a good healthy motivation. Like I would love to offer my time at the library. I really care about kids learning how to read and I want to be there and help with this and that. And then another one could be conviction. Like I feel I'm supposed to stand up for this issue and I need to, you know, attend this community meeting. There's also unhealthy motivations and I find it very hard to say no to things. So I feel that I have a lot of personal experience (laughs) in all of these unhealthy motivations. Yep. So unhealthy motivations would be guilt, being embarrassed to say no, feeling insecure. So everybody's expecting me to do blah, blah, blah. An unhealthy motivation would be fear. So if if I don't do this, who will? Mm -hmm. Um, Or obligation, like I have to do this, even if my core beliefs are compromised or my family life suffers as a result of it. Yeah, exactly. So we should be able to kind of feel an integrity here that our inner beliefs coming out in our words and actions, like that all lines up. For example, if family time is important to us, then spending a weekend celebrating someone's birthday is awesome. You know, it's quality time with people you love. That's good. That's okay. And if you value being a part of your community and your children's school or their activities, sign up to help with a field trip or be a helper backstage at one of their performances. And a side note here, these questions are not meant to give you a free pass from doing things you don't want to do because there are those times in life where whether we really feel like it or not, it's still a really good thing to do whatever it is, but these questions are just meant to help you reflect before you immediately say yes or no. Yeah. You know, I don't really love getting the oil changed, but if I don't make time for it, bad things will happen. And we'll always have things and commitments that we don't really love, but should still do. Um, And I'm, you know, I'm an introvert and women's events can be difficult for me. Committing to spend time with people that I may not know very well is kind of nerve wracking. Even though I love people, it just there's a little part of me that gets scared. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But how am I going to develop relationships with other women in my church if I don't spend time with them? And so it's important to me. So I said yes to a women's get together and it turned out to be a huge blessing. It was a great chance to further develop those friendships and I needed that. So so these questions aren't just meant to be a cop-out. Designing a schedule doesn't always mean saying no. And sometimes you need to say no and sometimes you say yes. And the trick is to learn when to say what so that it's an intentional design. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So it's really also important to consider your stage of life. You know, do you have a young little baby? Do you have a toddler? Do you have teenagers? Just like the seasons, our stages with our kids or families are always in flux. A mama with a brand new baby doesn't need to say yes to 39 things like helping at a community fair, leading a group at her church, you know, and every family event, small or large, that comes her way. Because, you know, there's times when the baby needs extra time with mama or maybe, you know, it's, there's the baby is sick or having trouble sleeping and it's just important to step back and be like, no, it's it's okay, I should be with 
with um, my baby or whatever scenario it is and just value that and be like, no, it's, it's good. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to be super mom. I mean, there's times where it's okay to be honest and say, Hey, I'd love to be there. And I'd love to help out with whatever the activity is, but it's really important for me to be with my family or you don't even have to give an excuse. I, I would love to, but I can't right now. Thank you for understanding. Yes. Even if people don't understand or judge you harshly, it's okay. We should feel like for the most part, we're giving 100% to our priorities and core beliefs. There will always be misunderstandings or people who like to gossip about your choices, good or bad. But, you know, it's just so freeing to allow this kind of peace to settle into your heart when you know you've done the right thing. You've done the right thing for yourself and your family whether other people agree or not. And I'm still learning this. But I also know that it's better to say no when I'm supposed to than to say yes out of mm-hmm. guilt or frustration. And then I'm you know, stuck with that commitment and this frenzied schedule that results because of it. So Dr. Henry Cloud, who wrote this fantastic book on boundaries, says, instead of getting defensive, just say, thanks for letting me know your thoughts. I'll consider them. I love that. No arguing, no defending yourself and your decisions by giving a hundred reasons why you're doing or not doing what you're doing. The people pleasing, kind of wanting to keep the peace side of us may cringe when we think of someone misunderstanding or judging a choice that we've made that we do feel good about, but it's healthy for all of us to let any old insecurities go and just rest in our decisions. Lisa Turkhurst wrote an incredible book on this subject called The Best Yes, and we'll share some of her pearls of wisdom here. So she says, we must not confuse the command to love with the disease to please. This is one of my, this is of the three quotes, this is my favorite one because it's so applicable in my life. Yeah, it's so good. She says also, a woman who lives with the stress of an overwhelmed schedule will often ache with the sadness of an underwhelmed soul. And lastly, not making a decision is actually making a decision. It's the decision to stay the same. Mm-hmm. You know, so how can this reflection and these kind of questions help us in designing our days and weeks and even months? Well, examining your motives will always help keep you grounded. Knowing your family's core values will help inform your decisions. It is so important to leave white space on your schedule. This will allow you to breathe, to just have fun with your kids, to relax, to gaze at a starry sky with wonder, to go for a leisurely walk and wave to your neighbors, just kind of the best stuff of life. Sunday afternoons can't happen without white space. So here are some tips and a takeaway for you. Number one, look at kind of the immediate schedule. So like design your day and your week. Like we talked about last week, include the big rocks every day plus a few small rocks, and those can change from day to day, the small rocks. So for example, it could look like this. Um, Go for a walk, play at the park with my kids, and then those smaller rocks, you know, like put gas in the car and pick up the dry cleaning. You know, so include those mandatory school and work events for sure, and then make room for rest and play and reading and maybe some outdoor time, especially if you have kids. Yeah, so number two is long-term kind of scheduling planning. Look out further at the year and keep chunks of time open where you don't do anything. So, you know, consider this question, like, is it jammed full already or is there some white space? Make sure you leave time for rest and recreation. And I don't mean organized team sports, (laughs) but when I say recreation, I mean just that fun, free play, like free playing outside and all of that. Number three, think big picture. You know, what kind of life do you want for your family? So maybe write out some adjectives here. 
do you want like busy, stressed, a million activities, driving in the car all the time? Chances are, of course, <laughs> that those things do not make your list. I hope they don't. <laughs> I hope they don't because I, yeah, I don't even know what I would say about that. <laughs> but we have to battle with these things in our busy culture that tends to want to go, go, go and like never stop. And then I would say also under that point to just identify your family's core values. Is it time together, time outside? Like maybe you really want to prioritize camping together in the summertime or whatever. And lastly, number four, ask yourself, are there any activities or events that you have said yes to that you really don't feel good about deep down in your core? And then I would, I would just say, I would encourage you adjust your schedule accordingly. Say no now if you can't, like if you have already committed to something that's just already begun or you can't really back out now, don't back out of it, you know, just keep it going, but learn from that in the future. Take note of that feeling in your gut, deep down in your heart. So let us know if you, if any of these tips were helpful for you, or if you have any aha moments as you design your days and weeks with intention. Also let us know what challenges you face with motivation and whether to say yes or no to things that come your way. So let's move into my favorite things and I'll go first. What I'm really loving right now is chai tea and it can be hot or iced, like just chai tea, the spiced kind, the plain kind, whatever. I love it all. (laughs) To me, it's the perfect fall beverage. I love the color, how it's this golden brown and then with a splash of creamy white milk and it's just that sweet and spicy chai. I'm also loving Lost from the early 2000s. And yes, I know, I know, I'm really late to the party on this. Really late. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. Love the character development. It's incredible. I have just, I still haven't watched yeah, it, so it's okay. <laughs> it really just pulls you in. I also love the crisp morning air and stunning sunrises and early morning fog, like we mentioned earlier. Last but not least, I love hearing my five-year-old daughter sing Where is Thunkin? And it's actually Thunkin, the way she says it, not Thumpkin, like the original. So it's like thun. Thunder. Like, like thunder. Okay. Thunder. Thunkin. Thunkin. <laughs> How about you? Well, I'm I'm right there with you on the chai boat. Um. <laughs> I just picture us on a boat. Oh. <laughs> like just drinking chai, like maybe with a kind with like the gondola. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. okay. So I bought a little milk frother from Amazon, which coincidentally, Amazon's also one of my favorite things. Um. Yeah, me too. <laughs> maybe the brown paper packages that Julie Andrews was singing about in The Sound of Music. I think they were actually Amazon packages. I think so. (laughs) I think that's fair. (laughs) But back to the milk frother. It always seems so luxurious to have warm, frothy milk to pour into the chai mix. And interesting tidbit, the fresher the milk, the better that it will hold the foam. So as as it sits on the shelf in your fridge, it'll develop more glycerol as the milk breaks down. And that in turn inhibits the foam from sticking around. And so it'll still be drinkably fresh, but it might not be able to hold foam. Huh. I did not know that. That's good to know. So each week we would love to have listener questions and feature those on this show. So that means that we need to hear from you and you can write or call or whatever medium to give us those questions and we would love to answer them on the air. So, you know, in the absence of a listener question this week, can I put you on the spot? I have yes. a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had $10,000 that magically appeared in your bank account, what would you do with it? A home remodel, dream vacation, something practical slash boring? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Well, I think, first of all, I have to say you probably would want to tuck some of it away. Like you probably need to save a little bit of it and not spend the whole wad of cash. But I think I would probably take a cool trip somewhere because I do love traveling and the more I've done, the more I want to continue to travel. It's so amazing. 
so cool to see other parts of the world and experience something new. So I would probably do that. And then I'd probably, I have this short little list of random home projects to finish up that Jonathan and I, and when I say us, I actually mean him, (laughs) would probably need to work on just to check off a couple of those boxes, like buy some paint and paint the downstairs, you know, inside or whatever. Things that don't have to happen, so they never quite do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're not super exciting, but it would make me feel really good to get those done. So on to our bumblebees and other bits. Um, Christina has a story for us this week. Oh, yes. So while I did discover Instagram this week, which can be a great way to connect, but when I use it as an escape, it's not the best use of my time. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> did lead to some fun times playing with my with the filters with my daughter. Yeah. I don't have, um, what's that? Oh, Snapchat, the mm-hmm. one that has all the filters. And so the Instagram filters are new to me. And I was playing with the one, there was one with glasses and there's one with bunny ears. And both times she's like shaking her head, trying to see if the glasses move or like feeling her nose, like sniff, sniff, sniffing. And, um, and then she looks at the at the phone. She's like, "Why do I have those glasses?" And it's That's like so cute. To, it's a brush with an alternate reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, if they are on there on the screen, are they going to appear on my face? How That's do, how it looks. How do they move with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute to see that through her, see it through her eyes. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, we are drawing near the end of this episode, so I have a couple of announcements and reminders for you before we go. So just a friendly reminder to like and share and follow Sunday Afternoon Mama on social media, Instagram and Facebook. It's at Sunday Afternoon Mama. For every like, follow, and share, your name will be entered into a drawing, and we're going to choose three winners for this first giveaway. If you want more details, go to the giveaway page on my website, sundayafternoonmama.com. But basically, it's just an at-home spa slash bath package for you. So this package will include body scrub, body lotion, bath salts, shower gel, and bubble bath. It's going to be so luxurious and fun for you to just be able to use that at home, just as a, just a way to relax and recharge at the end of a a long day. Being a mama is not always easy and so it's just good to take care of yourself and to pamper yourself and one of the easiest ways to do that is at home with just a great bath experience. So we wanted to provide that for you and this is the first of more giveaways that we want to do on Sunday Afternoon Mama just for you. There's no gimmicks. It's not like at some point I will say surprise, I'm actually secretly selling this product and you need to buy from me. So it's not anything like a bait and switch or something to get you to support a specific brand. This is just picked out for you just to bless you and hopefully make your life better and hopefully provide you with something that can help you relax and unwind in a healthy way. So make sure to check in with the website throughout next year too, especially just for giveaways and challenges that we're going to be doing. And the challenge part, just really quick, is just going to be little challenges that you can join Christina and I on. Like things like plug your phone into a charger at eight o'clock at night and see what happens. Like don't touch it for the rest of the night and try that for a week or whatever. It'll be simple things like that that hopefully can inspire you and give you some ideas, um, creative ideas for maybe overcoming some habits that have gotten out of control. Like I know for all of us, everyone I've ever talked to, you know, controlling the use of your phone and how much you're on your phone is just a big one. So that'll be something we probably explore challenges and ways to set better limits for ourselves. 
with social media, with phone use and all of that. So I'm really excited to be doing some challenges in 2018 with you and inviting you to join me and Christina. Um, We're going to keep you posted through social media. I will make sure to do Instagram stories that have fun bonus content about these challenges as we do them and the giveaways. So again, to wrap this up, we will be drawing three winners for the very first giveaway, the at-home bath slash spa package. And we'll be doing that next week on the air. So be sure to tune in and see if you are a winner because I will need to get in touch with you and need to get your address so I can mail you this package. So that brings us to the end of this episode. And again, please check in next week. We cannot wait to start doing these giveaways. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. I'd love to hear from you. Email me at hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com. Send a little Facebook message or leave a voicemail. Just call 1-401-371-MAMA. That's 1-401-371-6262. And as always, let's notice the funny moments with our kids this week. Use the hashtag BungleBeeMoment if you would like to show us on Instagram. Be sure to tune in next week and please tell a friend or family member if you like this podcast so they can check it out too. Good old fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Also, if you love the show, click subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. Come visit my website, sundayafternoonmama.com and check out our Instagram account for this podcast. It's at sundayafternoonmama, all lowercase. And there'll be some fun Instagram stories for bonus content. I'll be back with you again next week. In the meantime, I am seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.